Like the Office of Personnel Management, the Chief Human Capital Officers Council has been going through its own transformation over the past year. The council moved back under OPM's umbrella. Chief Human Capital Officers have spent the last couple of months discussing the future of work and the administration's diversity, equity, inclusion, and accessibility initiatives. Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco joins me now with more of what the council's been up to and why it matters. And Nicole, let's just give us the quick review of the story behind the Chico Council and where it went and how it got back. So it's a little complicated, Tom. Um, The Chico Council, the Chief Human Capital Officers Council, this is similar to your CIO Council, your Chief Acquisition Officers Council. And I think from the other groups, we would often hear about, you know, initiatives that those groups would work on, often with the administration. You know, the CIO Council was working on the reskilling academies and that sort of thing. And the Chico Council always just sort of seemed to fly under the radar a little bit. They would have these monthly meetings. One of them would be open to the public. And that was kind of it. And under the last administration, with the proposed OPM GSA merger, the management of that council actually did end up moving under GSA's management. The argument there was that, well, GSA manages all the other executive councils, so why not this one? And it turned out that that management maybe wasn't going quite as well as everyone thought it would. Um, The previous administration was even contemplating asking for it back. But ultimately, OPM did not take back management of the Chico Council until earlier this summer. And they have spent the past couple of months looking at the charter for that council, which hasn't been revisited since 2003, which was when the Homeland Security Act ultimately created the Chief Human Capital Officers Council and and stood that up. So they've been working on some internal initiatives at the same time talking about a lot of the topics that we've been discussing over the past couple of months. Besides the internals and getting themselves, I guess, reorganized now that they have a sort of a place to live, what else have they been working on that would be of concern to the federal workforce they benefit? Before I get to that time, I will mention, you know, some of the internal work that OPM has been doing, rechartering itself, looking at the sort of internal workings, who's on the council, the leadership there, what roles they play and the responsibilities. That all is important work, I think, because particularly of some of the feedback that the National Academy of Public Administration gave to OPM and the council just earlier this year. You know, at one point, the academy mentioned in its report on OPM that the council was underutilized. They weren't really working with OPM. Apparently, in 2020, they stopped meeting and some of the Chicos formed their own sort of offshoot meetings and started meeting without OPM, um, which is particularly fascinating. So this internal work, I I do think, is important. Kira Nahuja is the OPM director. She's also one of the chairmen of the Chico Council. It's included updated objectives, such as new roles and responsibilities for leadership and members, sections that outline working groups and standing panels that have been immensely helpful as we've been doing that over the past uh, year as well ex-officio members who will strengthen the council's relationship across other uh, councils, which is going to be really, really important um, as we cross-pollinate our ideas. That's OPM Director Kira Nahuja. And the last point that she makes about having the Chico Council collaborate with some of those other CX councils, I think is especially interesting because, again, it's not something we heard very often about in the past. And 
facing externally to the workforce? What are some of the initiatives the uh, Chico Council has been discussing and talking about? So I think most importantly, Tom, the council formed, you know, more working groups and those working groups have been talking about the future of work, most importantly. And I think this is especially interesting the way they did this. Tracy Martini has been leading that future of work uh, group within the Chico Council. She's the chief human capital officer for the General Services Administration. And she says that they met with OPM pay and leave experts. They got feedback on policies that OPM has been working on. And we've seen some of those policies so far. A lot of the guidance, the new sort of reentry guidelines that the administration has put out, more policies on remote work and telework. She says that group met weekly and they had 80 people on the phone each time kind of talking through these issues and thinking about ways that they could transform the way employees work and had this comment to say about that experience. We've always known this, but we found more than ever in this past year that we are a stronger community when we work together, when we share information and we have a common goal. And to my colleagues on the Chico Council, I cannot tell you how wonderful it is to see us finally have our time in the spotlight. Everyone is finally understanding what we've known all along, which is the future of the federal government is our people. That's Tracy Martini. She is the GSA Chief Human Capital Officer and has been leading future of work discussions. And I think making a point that we have heard many people say over the last year is sort of this emphasis and focus on people policies and what they mean for the employees doing the work at all these agencies. Sure. And all that moonlight and roses she mentioned is really practically important now as people figure out what work will look like, who's going to return, who's going to return two or three days a week, and so many questions like that. That's right. And the Chico Council also mentioned that they played a pretty big role in implementing the vaccine mandate. The administration last week put out some new compliance numbers, and they ticked up just a little bit higher in the last two weeks. All of the major 24 CFO Act agencies have at least 95% of their workforces complying. And so that was another big selling point as well, is a tangible example of how the members of this council have managed to work with the administration in actually implementing a policy. Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco, thanks so much. Thanks, Tom. Be sure to check out her story at federalnewsnetwork.com. When you think about something that brings out the best in us, it usually involves helping someone else. By donating plasma at a Griffel Center, you can help save millions of lives and show your good side to the world. You'll join thousands of people who donate safely each week, so patients get the plasma-derived medicines they rely on. And you'll be rewarded up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.